Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fourth and final hour of the show for a Friday. John Grayson here with you. Thank you for joining us because otherwise we'd be coming apart. 913-586-7798. A couple of quick things before we get into the hour in true. First is it's getting cold. Um, I understand that if you uh, if you got to work at normal time this morning, whatever that is for you, 8, 9 o'clock, that it's probably a lot colder now than it was when you got there. So bundle up on your way out. If you've just been, you know, kind of sitting in a, a nice warm office like, well, this oven that they sit us in <laughs> every afternoon, um, then, yeah, you might not know because it doesn't look a whole lot different outside than it was this morning. But apparently the temperature has dropped significantly. So just keep an eye out for that. Uh, that also reminds us to remind you that today is the big wrap up of Coats for Kids. Our 2023 campaign is going on. It's been going on now for weeks, and today is the big wrap-up day. We were joined in studio earlier this morning by uh, Erica Geshwin from Pinnacle Bank, who are our partners in Codes for Kids every year, and handed over a personal check from himself that I will leave. He didn't say what the amount was on the air, so I'll leave that up to your imagination, but also a $3,000 check from Pinnacle Bank. So... I mean, again, just many, many thanks to them. And if you want to put in that last-minute uh, donation to Coats for Kids, this is when you need to do it. And Dana and Parks will continue to remind you of this all afternoon. But it's very easy, and it's not going to cost you a lot. If you don't have a lot, we totally understand. But if you can donate a couple of dollars or 5 or 10 or 20 then please do that. Just go to KMBZ.com, click the Donate link at the top of the page for Coats for Kids, or make an automatic donation by texting uh, KMBZ Coats to 44321. That's one word smashed together, KMBZ Coats to 44321. And it'll make an automatic uh, donation. It's all very safe, very secure, and simple. I mean, it's really easy to do your donation and get it in. And all it takes is $25. So if it's your money pooled with somebody else's to make up that 25 or if you can do 25 on your own or even more than that, all of that would be welcome, and we can help keep Kansas City's kids warm this winter with a nice, warm, high-quality winter jacket that will be brand new and purchased just for them. All of your money stays right here in town. It's a Kansas City born, bred, and driven effort, and all of the money stays here. All of the coats stay here and are given to kids here in our area who simply don't have families that can afford to buy them a new one each and every year. So thanks for what you've done already. Keep it rolling in. As we go through the day today, and we're going to try and hit our goal, that $3,000 from Pinnacle Bank gets us closer, but we're still not there yet. With your help, we can push it over the top today. 
do it to it. Thank you again for all you have done so far and all you continue to do for Codes for Kids. And just for clarity, because I had some calls come in earlier that didn't put on air, had questions. Are they just accepting monetary donations yes. or are they also taking old coats we can't do that anymore and it's a great question and thank you for that w- that was the way of things up until uh 2019 uh, and 20 uh, yeah 2019 was the last year for collecting coats you know old used coats and things like that we can't do that anymore post-pandemic things have changed pretty dramatically so even though, uh, again, for many years, the folks at Pride Cleaners helped us out with that and they would clean all the coats for us before we gave them out, we just can't risk that anymore. So uh, we, what we need now are monetary donations, and we've been able to secure through some of our other partners in this program the ability to buy those good quality winter coats for just 25 bucks. So uh, unfortunately, we can't take your old coats anymore but we do appreciate all the monetary donations that you're able to give. So thanks for the effort. Uh, Either way, we we appreciate your interest in Coats for Kids this year. Keep it going. Today's the last day. So please, 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 please. Now, into the realm of the news. Again, Wheel of Topics coming up about 20 minutes from now, a little better than that. Um, Somebody just asked, what's the goal? I can't tell you yet. (laughs) I'm hoping that we get there. I I can't tell you exactly where we are because I don't have the information. But what we want to do is is reveal that when we reveal when we've gotten there. So um, I would give you the information. Unfortunately, it's not mine to give. But, but it's it's many thousands of dollars. And we're a lot. I, I will tell you this. We are a lot closer now than we were at the beginning of this week. Beginning of this week, we were running at about a fourth or a fifth of what we needed. And so far, you have come up big throughout the course of this week we're still not quite there we still need some help getting over the finish line but if you can do it for us today it'll really help us get there so that said um want to move into where we were going to go in the last hour of the show i saw this story and and it was funny the way that it was in the news is almost like a kicker story kicker stories it's an old newsroom term for those stories that don't really get anybody angry or don't really motivate anybody, but they're kind of weird, twisted, bizarre news stories. And um, and this one crossed like that, but I don't think it is one. I, I think it was given unfair treatment. It's the story of a woman by the name of Chelsea Steiniger. She lives in Virginia and was just arrested for the 63rd time. 63rd time she's considered one of Virginia's most arrested women and she's now back behind bars facing nearly two dozen new charges. Chelsea Steiniger currently faces a total of 21 charges in Buckingham County uh, from identity theft to drug possession. And she was in uh, the, the county general district court in October on a different set of charges. That was arrest number 30. I'm sorry, 62. She's now on arrest number 63. The Daily Progress described her as, quote, being jovial. Even while standing in the court shackled by handcuffs and leg irons, as the judge suspended several sentences but imposed a 30-day sentence on a charge of driving under the influence, the paper says a state database shows that was her 63rd arrest. She is, you want to guess, I tell you what, Colin, She's been arrested 63 times. How old would you guess she is? Hmm. <laughs> 63. 
She's 31. <laughs> she's seven years older than you, and she's been arrested 63 times. I mean, even, yeah, I, I know. So like I said, you can kind of understand why this was marketed as a kind of a kicker story. It's like, can you believe this woman's been arrested 63 times? But what got me about this story, and the reason why I think it's been given kind of short shrift, is because she's she's 31 years old. She's been arrested 63 times, and she's in court now. Like, the whole thing's a big laugh. Oh, yeah, she's jovial, and she's standing in front of the judge. It is clear. Look, I've never been arrested. Never once. If that comes as a surprise, I'm sorry. But it's true. I've never been arrested. That's <laughs> not to say I haven't come close. It's just to say I've never actually been, you know, booked and fingerprinted and all of that stuff. So uh, it, it, <laughs> there was one story in particular that maybe one day I'll tell you. But uh, I, I've never been arrested. And the idea of being placed under arrest to me, I mean, call me naive and, and whatever. You're probably right. But it's still terrifying to me. I still feel about being arrested like you felt when you were five and somebody said, ooh, you're going to be in trouble. Remember when trouble was like, no, don't tell me I'm going to be in trouble. Oh, man. Like that. That's I mean, the idea of being arrested which is probably what helps you know keep me from committing a lot of crimes. Uh, that and the fact that I'm not a criminal. So the, the idea of being arrested is just terrifying to me. And I think when I see stories like this, I think of what my reaction would be. Like, you know, we've all seen those episodes of Cops or even, you know, seen somebody being arrested on the news. And I think of that feeling like you lose all feeling and you're just like, oh, my life is about to end as you're being you know, shoved up against a police car and you've got your arms behind your back and they're putting cuffs on you. I mean, I hope to go through the rest of my life never knowing what that feels like. But I you, you, it's like you can kind of put together in your head what it must be like. And yet she's 31 years old. This is the 63rd time she's been arrested by now. You know, telling her that she's under arrest is like telling her that you've got a glass of water if she wants one. Okay, yeah, right, sure, I'll take a glass of water. No problem. I'm under arrest. All right, fine. She does not care. And the the things that she was accused of, I mean, the driving under the influence, sure. Identity theft? Um, I mean, it's it's not unserious. I'm guessing that none of them has been a violent crime. I'm just going to throw that out there. I could be wrong about that. I don't have the list of the 63 arrests in front of me. But drug possession, identity theft, these are not small things. And she's been in and out of the system often enough to have been arrested 63 times. Now, granted, 63 arrests does not equal 63 convictions. But I'm thinking, what on earth do you do to frighten somebody out of being arrested again when they've already been arrested 63 times. How do you get through to somebody? First of all, you're not a very good criminal, okay? I think that's the first lesson she needs to learn is you're not good at this. Every time you do something wrong, you get busted again, okay? You're not getting away with these things. Now, to a degree, she kind of is getting away. We, we also don't know, by the way, what the longest uh, 
yeah, the, the longest time that she's spent behind bars has been up till now. I, I would love to tell you that. I don't know. But I'm guessing, I mean, could it be more than like a year? I would guess no, if she's been arrested 63 times and she's only 31. And and you've got to figure, too, on top of that, not only is is her record showing 63 arrests, they all would have had to been after she turned 18, right? Because when you if you commit a juvenile, if you commit a crime as a juvenile, once you hit 18, your record is then expunged. You start fresh. You start from scratch at 18, unless you committed a violent crime that was tried as an adult, blah, 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 blah. But she apparently didn't. So 18 to 31, what does that come out to? Uh, 13? In 13 years, she's been arrested 63 times. So how do you get through to her to keep her from being arrested a 64th time? Is there anything that anybody could do that would make her turn, not turn her life around, that's a little cliche, but at least turn some kind of new leaf over. That is almost five times a year. Thank you. (laughs) Five arrests a year. I still have one. Now I'm kind of almost jealous. Not that I want to be arrested. I'm just saying. Yeah, like this has to be a record. It's got to be. I mean, she's already among the most arrested women ever in the state of Virginia, and she's 31 years old. And not just... 60th year arrest, but in the the time that she has been arrested, yeah, as well in in such a short condensed time. I just I don't even know what to say. But if if you're already, I mean, if you're so jaded at age 31 that you're sitting there joking around in court and jovial about the whole thing, it's like, hey, look at me, I'm back, I'm getting arrested again. Wow. And I just don't know what you would do to put the fear back into somebody. Of something that I think most of us who have not been there still find a, a relatively intimidating thing. If you've got some ideas, grab a line. We'll do some talking about this coming up. Uh, we got wheel of topics for you after the bottom of the hour, but still plenty of time for your phone calls. Jump in. 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. What do you do to stop her? If it were your job to keep her from being arrested a 64th time, where would you even start? More to come on 98.1 KMBZ. 123 now the time. We'll get to the phones, and then I've got one more story that, again, just crossed the desk that I have to get to before the bottom of the hour, before we open up the old wheel of topics. <laughs> uh, boy, I, I guess if, if you want to give somebody a microphone and tell them to go just so that they can say something that will make everybody face palm and go, what were you thinking when you said that? Hand the microphone to an actress or an actor. It it never seems to go well. We'll tell you about the latest round of that in just a couple. Before we do, let's go to Lenexa and bring in Mindir. Oh, wait, that's not the right line. There she is. Hi, Mindir. Hi. What's on your mind? Uh, Yeah, so regarding the story that you were just doing, um, that the woman has been arrested 63 times. 63 times, yeah, by age 31, yes. By age 31, so that's just uh, 13 years. And, uh, like, what was it, five times a year at least? Yes. Uh, seeing that she's a repeated offender as well. Uh, and, like, in order to, like, how would you get her to, I guess, change? I don't think it's 
I think it's probably like a mental health issue at this point. Um, but there's something inherently going on that is making her want to act out and go, go you know, do these acts and go to jail and like laugh about it. And she's getting some sort of attention from doing this and she's enjoying it. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you, and you're not the only one to say so. Mandir, thank you. I, I, a couple of people in the text line, you know, somebody said, you know, I wonder if he's just addicted to being arrested. I, that's what we need is one more thing being called an addiction that isn't. But I, I know what you're saying, that, uh, I mean, this is just what she does. Somebody else brought up the mental health thing. Look, I don't know anything about this lady's mental health. Maybe she just doesn't care, you know? And, and the, yeah, Mindir's right. I'm sure, I mean, the drug crime, it didn't go into detail. And unfortunately, I don't have, as I said before, I don't have her rap sheet in front of me. But I think we can figure that these are not felonies that she was arrested for, at least not mostly. So uh, somebody else brought up the idea of just, you know, well, hard labor and lock her away forever. If it's not a crime that that's, I mean, you can't over-sentence somebody. You can't sentence somebody for for what they've done now and what they've done in the past, except for three strikes laws. But even those, generally speaking, the first two have to be felonies. So if all she's got is a record full of 63 misdemeanors, and as I pointed out before, we don't know how many of those she was convicted of, that can be a really tricky thing, and you they may not have the option of, you know, m- making her break rocks in the hot sun, going back to the, the lyrics of uh, I Fought the Law that we played earlier. Who knows? But, yeah, I mean, somebody, I guess once somebody has decided they're not taking it seriously anymore, it's going to be really hard to convince them that they need to, especially if she keeps getting out after 63 different arrests. Uh, who knows? Maybe she'll get some time in this one. We'll find out. We'll see if we can keep track of this and let you know what ends up happening to her. All right. The actress thing. I, I don't know very much about Juliana Margulies except what she's done on screen. I know her from ER, and I know her from The Good Wife, and that's really it. You know, what she's done, is she married, does she have kids? I have no idea. I, I'm not one of those people who follows celebrity in that fashion. But Juliana Margulies was on a podcast, which is where this always seems to happen, by the way, called Backroom with somebody named Andy Ostroy that I've never heard of. And they got into talking for some reason about the Israeli-Hamas war. Because <laughs> that's what I need is is Juliana Margulies' opinion on the war between Israel and Hamas. I've been dying to know what she was thinking about that, uh, and now we know because she has now stirred up a hornet's nest of controversy. According to MSN, MSN.com, in a, a conversation with Andy Ostroy on his Backroom podcast, the actress railed against support for Palestine and said that, quote, the entire black community may have been brainwashed to hate Jews. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Always assume that any community of color is monolithic and they all think exactly the same way. Way to go, Juliana. Uh, she didn't stop there, as you might imagine. She said because I guess, uh, you know, offending one entire community wasn't good enough. She had to go after a couple of others. She said they should step foot in an Islamic country where they would be the first people beheaded and have their heads played with like a soccer ball. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, The comments came after Ostroy said that, quote, people hate Jews 
and dived more into anti-Semitism in the country, suggesting that there's an uproar over using the wrong pronouns on college campuses. The actress answered, it's those kids who are spewing this anti-Semitic hate that have no idea if they stepped foot in an Islamic country, these people who want us to call them they, them, or whatever, they or whatever they want us to call them, which I have respectfully made a point of doing, it's those people that will be the first people beheaded and their heads played with like a soccer ball. And that's who they're supporting? Terrorists who don't want women to have rights? LGBTQ people get executed. Uh, yeah, she then claimed the Black Lesbian Club at Columbia University screened a film and put up signs that said no Jews allowed. The signs actually said Zionists aren't invited, according to the New York Post, and just went on and on. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, what, what is it that happens, I wonder? You know, I've had a microphone in front of me for most of my adult life. And I don't know what it is that happens with some people when you put a microphone in front of them and just say, here, say a bunch of things that makes things come out of their mouth like black people have been brainwashed to hate Jews and if they went to an Islamic country, their heads would be played with like soccer balls. But so far, I've been able to get away from, you know, spouting stuff like that. I, I, I don't know where it comes from, but apparently in this case, it came from the good wife. We'll do some more talking. Wheel of Topics after the bottom of the hour. If you already know what it is and want to take part, do that thing. Hop on the phones, 913-586-7798. If you haven't yet uh, been with us when we've done the old Wheel of Topics, it's been a little while. We'll take a minute or two and explain it all to you in just a couple. Stay with us. It's fun. You'll have a good time, I promise. On 98.1 KMBZ. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Midday Show continues, and it is uh, the last half hour of our get-together on a Friday, and it's just you and me and Colin, and usually when that happens, uh, we go into the Wheel of Topics, which is exactly where we're going right now, uh, by request this time. And uh, this came in from one of our listeners, and I said, boy, I'm glad you reminded me, because if you had not, I'd totally forgotten. If you've never been here before when we've done this, it's a very simple concept. Um, it starts with you picking a number be between 1 and 30. I have 30 different topics out on the desk in front of me, all written down, and you just pick a number. I read you the corresponding question. You answer it. The trick to that is you don't know what you're going to have to answer until you're already on the air doing it. It kind of puts you on the spot a little bit. But then 
as a, a kind of a thank you for doing that, you get a free shot to say anything you want about anything. Just, you know, whatever it is that's on your mind, get it out. If you want to say hi to your buddy Steve, you do that. Whatever it is that you want to do. If you want to answer somebody else's question after they got asked one, you can do that. You can turn it around on me and ask me something. Whatever you want, it's all yours to do with as you please. So uh, that said, we'll get right to it because the phone lines are almost already full. Nine one, There's still a little room for you, though, if you want in. 913-586-7798. Oh, and, and the other thing is, they're not test questions. There's no right answers or wrong answers, only your answers. And it's not embarrassing stuff. It's just uh, either stories about your life or your opinions about things. But like I said, you got to think on your feet because you don't know what it's going to be until you're already doing it. And we'll kick it off with Mike, who's calling in from Topeka. Hello, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Going well. Pick a number um, for me. Let's go 17. Number 17. Of all the people you've met in your life, whom would you least like to see ever again? Oh, boy. Um, and you can, I uh, mean, it doesn't have to be a name. You can tell us, like, just give us an idea of who it was to you. Um, you know, honestly, I, I don't have anyone on that list. Really? Nobody? Uh, really? Um, yeah, there's, there's not really been anyone that I've met that just rubbed me the wrong way like that. Well, you seem like a pretty decent now, guy. Now, there are, <laughs> there are people from my past, you know, old friends from my childhood that I would like to never see again because, you know, they, they, they did me wrong in a, in a very unforgivable way. Okay, well, they, okay, well, let's let's stay with that thing because that counts. That's in fact that's yeah. kind of what I was going for. So, um, without telling the, the whole story, did you wrong like in in what like monetarily or uh, in a legal way? Um, oh. I, I can go ahead and give the, the quick story yeah, on please. that. Um, it was a roommate at the time. Um, I was at work. Um, he was kind of falling on some hard times. I was trying to help him out. Um, and he decided to rob a cookie mart and had my backpack, which, had, you know, had my little ID tag in it and everything. And he dropped it in the parking lot. Oh, wow. And so I come home from, from work for my lunch break and my apartment is swarmed with police. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it was a very nerve wracking, you know, but once they, you know, they got everything figured out and, and realized I had nothing to do with it and, you know, all was, was well on my part. I told him, I was like, dude, I am done with you. I never want to see your face again. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you a bit for that. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry that happened, and I'm sorry I laughed at it. But I think, I mean, that's one of those stories that, like, it's funny now, even though at the time right. it was kind of horrifying. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, it's a great answer. All right. The floor is yours. What have you got for us? Um, so, you know, over the last couple of weeks, um, it's kind of come to light a little bit that we have uh, a special little Facebook chat thing going on. And I want to kind of give the, the listeners a little bit of backstory of that. Um, so thanks to one Mr. Ketz, who is the previous producer of this amazing show of ours, mm -hmm. um, when he decided that he was going to leave and, and pursue his uh, life dreams, um, there was a few listeners that he kind of gravitated to that he was gracious enough to invite to his going away party. Those listeners were myself, Jacob from Platte City, and Ashley from, well, she's all over the place. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Um, and so we kind of developed this great budding friendship, and we got a lot closer on Facebook, and we've actually created a KMBZ uh, fan page on Facebook. So if anyone wants to join that, it's great. Um, it's basically just a place that we can get together and continue some of the topics that we discuss on the air, whether it's the midday show or the morning show or the afternoon show with uh, Dana and Parks. Um, and so far, it's been really great. You know, everyone, you know, is kind and peaceful, and the, the comments have been very engaging and 
Um, that's kind of the, the environment we wanted to create as a way to allow people to engage more in, in the things that we talk about in a fun way. And I'm really grateful that everyone has kept it that way. And hopefully uh, we'll see it continue to grow and be a fun thing for everyone to participate in. How, how do people find it and what do they have to do to join? Um, just go on Facebook and look up KMBZ fan page. All right, great. Very cool. All right. Yeah, everyone is welcome to join. And uh, specifically, uh, Jim from Topeka, if you're listening, Nan from Independence, (laughs) uh, I think Cowboy and and Blind Batman, all of you guys, please come join us. We'd love to have you. Good deal. All right, Mike, thank you. And and thanks for making the effort. That's really cool. Uh, Many, many years ago, when uh, when I was working in Nashville, we were one of the first... Uh, talk shows. I did a night show in Nashville from 8 to midnight back in the day and uh, we were one of the first talk shows on on the local level that had its own chat room back when chat rooms were MIRC, like IRC chat. Yeah, yeah. And and it was great. Um, You know, people let me know about it and I was in there kind of watching what was going on. It was uh, sort of a precursor to the text line, only not full of, you know, as many jerks. Uh, and, And by the way, when I say stuff like that, recognize if you're one of the people who only ever texts in, I'm probably not talking about you. <laughs> All right. There's there's like like any room like that now. There's the trolls that show up and, and do nothing but throw tomatoes from the cheap seats because they're too scared to call. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, most of what happens on the text line, as much as I joke about it, is is really wonderful stuff and, and helps the show out a lot, helps it move out a lot. So don't take it personally if you only ever text in. I'm not calling you a jerk just on the on the basis of that. With that, we'll go to Jeff and Lawrence up next for our second shot on the wheel. Hey, Jeff, welcome in. Uh, hey, how's it going? Going well. Uh, pick a number for me between <clears throat> 1 and 30. I'm going to take the one I always do, 21. Number 21, what is the most expensive thing you've either lost or broken? I mean, I guess I could say a court case. <laughs> what What did it cost you? No, no, no. no you don't have to uh, tell well, me that. lawyer's fees, fines. I hit pipe. Four or five thousand dollars. Now I'm not going to ask you the details on it, uh, but were, were you the plaintiff or you, were you the oh. one being sued? Oh, I wasn't being sued. I I've, I've talked about it to you just a couple of days ago. It involved alcohol and behind the wheel of a vehicle. Oh, right. Okay, got it. And and, <laughs> and so missing work too. And between, missing work. So and, and between you know. the lawyers' fees and the fines and all of the other stuff, <laughs> yep. it, it cost you quite a bit. <laughs> that was not yeah, the answer cool. I expected, but that's why I ask these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, tell no, us about it. The the uh, the free shots all yours, buddy. What do you got going on? I would like to know from both of you if you could be on any TV show. Which would it be? Like a recurring, uh, you know, character. So you're going to be on there for a couple seasons or however long the show runs. What TV show would you guys like to be on? Oh wow, that's a great question, Colin. I'll let you go first. Is there is there a it's, TV show? It's that- not like a reoccurring thing. I'd want to be on Survivor. Oh. oh, I've talked to my roommate. We've talked about doing Amazing Race stuff like that to some of those like travel competitive reality shows yeah i'm i'm not much of a a a reality tv guy but um i've always i've I've always thought the idea of being on jeopardy would be amazing you know Uh, but if you're talking about like a dramatic tv show or or like a sitcom or something like that um yeah uh why you know what uh, I'm going to go to my favorite show of all time. I would love to do, and they're they're actually making new episodes now. I would love to do an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Be there, one of the one of the guys sitting in the chair making fun of really awful movies. I think that would be a blast. Oh, that would. <laughs> I yeah, hope have we get a good one. Hey, you do the same, Jeff. I hope we gave you answers uh, like you were looking for. Let's go to 
Uh, yeah, we've got time to do another one before the break. Let's try Scott in Overland Park up next. Hey, Scott. Hello. Pick, pick a number for us between 1 and 30, please. I'll go with number 15. Number 15. Is there a moment in your life that you would love to go back and relive if you could? Oh, wedding day. <laughs> wedding day, really? Of course. Was, yeah. was there something special about, I mean, granted, you're, you're giving your life to the woman you love or the man you love, for all I know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that in and of itself. But was there something great about your wedding in particular in addition to that? Um, it was at the college that me and my wife met at. Oh, that's neat. In, in Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri. And so they and they let you do it. Was it like on the quad or just outside, or did you go into a room? They have a chapel there. Oh, okay, of course. Yeah, um, yeah that that's really cool. Well, good for you, and I hope your wife's listening and heard you say that because that'll score you some points, Scott. Oh, she hates talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, uh, you've got a free shot to say whatever you want about whatever's on your mind. What's going on? Um, I have a question for you, for you, John. Uh, what, what, who is your favorite? artist from a band oh like ever or living ever oh wow that's a huge question um yeah (laughs) uh, you know i'm a big mccartney fan i'm a big fan of jimmy page um but i would say overall uh, just because he does so many things, or did anyway, he's long gone now, but did so many things and did them brilliantly. I love Warren Zevon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huge fan of Warren Zevon. So, uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, like if you're asking me if, if, if I could get to do this and like sit across the table from somebody and just talk, he would be the one. Yeah, mine would be Neil Peart from uh, Rush. From Rush. Oh, man, incredible. By, hands down, best drummer, best rock drummer I've ever heard. And, and I mean, I love John Bonham, too, but Neil Peart was something absolutely special. He was. He was. All right, good deal. Scott, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for making the shout. All right, uh, we'll get back to it in just a couple. Don't want to end up too far behind time. Ashley, you'll be up next with us, and we've got a whole bunch of uh, of the rest of you on hold. And if you want to see if we can sneak you in, then by all means, 913-586-7798. We'll keep the wheel of topics going here for just a couple. John Grayson here with you on a Friday afternoon on 98.1 KMBZ. All right, we'll skip right back to it. Wheel of Topics is what we got going on for the next, oh, seven or eight minutes or so. And then uh, top of the hour news, Dana and Parks after that. It's going to be a great Friday afternoon for you, even though the weather's not really cooperating. But still, we will give you whatever we can to at least keep you entertained. And as promised, Ashley in Kansas City is up next. Hello, Ashley. Hey, John. Uh, I'll take number 13. Number Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. What is it, Ashley, that makes you feel Christmassy? Uh, mostly my kids and watching them decorate the trees and my grandma getting out the ornaments because my grandma worked at Hallmark for 20-something years. Oh, wow. We have tubs and tubs and tubs of all Hallmark, Hallmark ornaments. So passing that tradition on to my boys is what makes me feel like it's that time of year. That's cool. Yeah, watching it through the eyes of a kid, there's nothing better because it makes you a kid again. Do, is, is there an ornament out of all of those that has any special meaning to it? There's probably a lot all of my, them. All my Frosty and Friends ornaments. Really? I've got Hallmark did a Frosty and Friends series. It came out the year I was born, and I've got every single one. Oh, that's awesome. I, so, I, for, and, I for a while, collected the like the Budweiser Steins that they came out with every year. Um, yep. 
And but yeah, I gave it up after a period of time. But yeah, it, see, having something like that that you keep going through the entire time, I love that kind of tradition. So um, she just she just called me last week. My granny did and said, oh. "Hey, I got your frosty ornament for this year." <laughs> so fantastic! Yeah. All right, well, the floor yeah. is yours, Ashley. What's happening? Set up your ultimate band lineup. Oh wow! So are we talking two guitars, a bass, and a drum? Two guitars, bass, drum, and lead singer, if you like. If okay. not, that's not really that important. Uh, yeah, yeah, really, who cares about singers? Uh, actually, yeah. no, no, no. I'm going to start with the singer because I'm going to go right to Roger Klein. Um, I think the guy's okay. a great writer, and I still love watching him perform. So he's going to be my lead, uh, I would say. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to take uh, – well, yeah, I, uh, lead guitar is going to be Jimmy Page. Uh, rhythm guitar, can, can I go like back into people who are either no longer with us or can't perform Anybody. anymore? Uh, Anybody. Yeah, uh, rhythm guitar is going to be, uh, uh, oh, my brain's going again. Uh, ACDC, Malcolm Young. Oh, Malcolm Young, yeah. Uh, bass guitar player, uh, again, somebody who's sadly no longer with us, Jaco Pistorius. And uh, and and on the drums, yeah, I'm gonna have to take the last callers and go with Neil Peart. Good, good. Uh, I hope that you've read some of Neil Peart's books. If you haven't, you probably should because they're very, very good. I haven't, and I, I will. Got, yeah, you need to because they're all basically biographies. Uh, Ghost Rider is the one that's about the trip that he took from Canada on his motorcycle all the way to South America after his wife and daughter passed away. Very nice. All right, cool. So it's very powerful. And everybody remember, peace, love, and music make the world go round. So you, let's stick with that. You got it, Ashley. Thank you. Well done. Um, yeah, I hope I gave her a, a, a decent a decent lineup there. How about we go to, let's see who's been hanging on the longest. Oh, yeah, there he is. There's Jason in North Kansas City. Hello, Jason. Hey, how's it going today? Going well. Pick a number for me between mm-hmm. 1 and 30. Uh, 23. Number 20. Well, I'm going to give you the next one because that one's already gone. Um, oh, uh, oh, no, no, that's yeah, okay. I'll just, I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll just give you the next one down the list. What is the farthest from home, home being wherever you lived at the time, that you have ever been? Uh, that would be, well, probably Seattle. Seattle. What what brought you to Seattle? Now, where were you living when you went to Seattle? I was uh, here? living in Overland Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, so here in town. What was it that I'm, took I'm, you out to yeah, Seattle? A, I mean, I'm in North KC now, but I'm a native of, like, Johnson County and the whole next Overland Park area. Gotcha. So so what dragged you out to Seattle? Railroad. Really? Like, uh, I took a job. For yeah, a job. Well, they, okay. uh, yeah, well, uh, most people don't know this, and I, I think they're still there, but Burlington Northern had a uh, – an entire uh, like training facility at uh, Johnson County Community College, like nationwide. Like I would actually fly back to Kansas City to get recertified as an engineer. Oh, cool! Uh, what did so, you think? What yeah, did you think I of every minute of it? <laughs> What's that? I was. You just answered the question I was asking. I was, was going to ask, what did you think of Seattle? You hated it, huh? Uh, I did not like Seattle. No, there's a lot of rain, and anybody that goes there, I mean, and I'm I'm sorry if I'm bagging on Seattle, but I I got my creds, I got my receipts. There you go. Yeah. Um, as as far as being friendly, this area, I've lived all over the country, to be honest with you, but that's the farthest I think from point, you know, from center point. But I had I even had one guy that gave me crap from being from Kansas, and he came back to recertify as an engineer, and he thought people here were so nice. He actually quit his job and came back here to be a trainer. See what happens? There you go. <laughs> Jason. So, yeah, no. But the only good thing I'll say, I'll cut it off, was as far as railroading, it's boring. It's hard. You're on, I, I don't do it anymore. I, I got out of it. 
Um, you're on call 24, but Seattle was the funnest place to do it because you got to take a train through the Cascade Mountains. You got to take a train into Canada and Vancouver where you could actually have a caboose, and you got to go to Portland, Oregon, so that part was fun. But going coming back to Kansas City and just going to Lincoln, Nebraska every day was really boring. There you go. All right, uh, Jason, thank you. Thanks for winding up the wheel of topics for us. Uh, to those of you we didn't get to, my apologies. But since the interest is there, we'll go ahead and pencil it in for next Friday as well. We'll do another one of these and see if we can get all of you in. Um, yeah, I will say to, just to on that front, uh, I was only ever in Seattle once, and it was for like an afternoon. I mean, I had a, I had a really good – actually, it was overnight, but I was there for a day. I had a really good time, but, the, you know, one day in Seattle is not really enough to judge the town by. So thanks again to everybody who got involved not only in the wheel but in the show throughout the course of the day today. Again, it's still – it's not quite as foggy, but keep your lights on. Uh, the overcast is still out there. You want to make yourself visible while you're on the roads. Please turn the headlights on for us and keep them on while you're out there driving today. Have a great remainder of your day, a wonderful weekend. Next week, it's going to be you and me and Colin together again as Jamie continues her vacation, but she'll be with us after that and uh, taking the big chair back. So, um, yeah, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Dana and Parks up next. Lots of good stuff coming up for you on the radio. I got a little glimpse as to what they have on the way as I was wandering through the newsroom. <laughs> yeah, stick around. You're going to have a good time. Stay with us on 98.1 KMBZ. We'll see you next Monday. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.